Hello everybody and welcome back to Signal Talks. Today we're going to be asking the question, how to implement design thinking into our strategy? That's a question. That's one of those buzzwords that I think since you and I have been working together that I think we almost hear on a daily basis. Yes, most definitely. It's almost <laughs> a trend. It is a trend and there are obviously a lot of things that people can do with that, but let's try to simplify it. And this too is a tool and this too is, you know, there are principles in there. Design thinking is really simple. It is a way to solve problems through the lens of creativity. That's all it yep. is, right? And I think that the whole concept is perceived to be so grand that sometimes it's intimidating for people. Let me talk to you a bit, little bit about what it does. What it does is that it helps you and your team come up with a lot of ideas, right? The type of breakthrough ideas that are new to the world, the type of breakthrough ideas that focus on solving complex problems, and the type of breakthrough ideas that you yourself could never imagine coming up with, right? This is why you and I choose to, every time we get a how-to question, we pause and we try to help people understand the importance of rethinking or reframing that question because you don't want to give yourself, take away that chance or that opportunity for you to come up with your own creativity. Okay. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, you don't need to have any superpowers to be great at design thinking. You and I don't have it. We're not designers, right? Um, we like fashion, but we're not designers, right? All you have is you have to have an open mindset and a, the willingness to be wrong, right? Because everything is an experiment. So if you can yep. kind of bring that superpower of being open to new ideas and not criticizing yourself, if you're wrong, you can be great at design thinking. The catalyst of all this, and probably the most important thing is this whole idea of putting your user at the center of everything. It could be your user, it could be your client, your member, whatever you think about the, the, the customers that you have, right? And better yet, pretend that you're the user. Because if you can put yourself in really play that role, that's why you get some of the greatest companies are built by founders who built something they want that they can't get. Yeah. Okay. So as long as you can have that level of intimacy, Stefan, where you can understand the user, understand your client and really find out what's really meaningful to them, this whole concept becomes a very exciting exercise. All right. So let's go through kind of a simple process that at least we've come up with for ourselves in how we go through it. All of this starts with a question, just like that's where these signal talks came from, right? It starts with a question that inspires you. It starts with a question about something or an area where you're stuck in, right? And once you have that question or once you identify this one thing that you want to change, right? The first thing they have to do is define it in a manner where you truly see it from the perspective of this customer. Right. And let me demonstrate that because one of the things that we have seen from day one in working together is this whole idea of execution excellence. Yes. Right. Is, hey, it is so difficult to build a new company or a new idea or a new technology 
in a region that um, that doesn't look at risk maybe the way other people do. All right. And we've kind of put ourselves in the shoes of some of the people that we've had a relationship with to understand that. Once you understand that, the third step becomes you just start coming up with ideas. Right. What can we do to improve upon the situation? Right. What can we do to improve upon the the, the complexity of this problem? And the focus of this idea phase is quantity, not quality. Right. There are no bad ideas. You just throw as many ideas as possible. And this is different than brainstorming because these are ideas that are focused specifically on this particular problem. Once you've come up with these ideas, you need to pick one or two where you start that you can start to experiment with. And it makes sense to start really small. Right. And once you pick an idea, then you start to experiment. Then you start to test it with actual customers. I had shared with you in the past, you know, that I have done everything that I can to put myself in the middle of a lot of these incredible design thinkers that I'm very fortunate to have, you know, kind of the home of design thinking in Stanford, where some of these people are very valued relationships of mine. And they were, they've, they've kind of taught me that, hey, when you look at Google and the way that Google kind of designs their own sprints for their, for, for, you know, their problems, they don't, this phase of it, they don't need 50 people or 5,000 people or 5 million people. They literally test their product or their ideas with five people. You get them in a room, five people test your ideas. Finally, you figure out what works and what doesn't work and what you want to implement, what you don't want to implement. Right? So let's go through the process really quickly. One more time, find a driving question that you want to answer or an area that you're stuck. Define it in a manner where you truly empathize from the customer or client's perspective. Start jotting down ideas that you can improve upon. Create an experiment that you're going to do, a small one. Test it with actual customers. Implement what works or what doesn't work or start all over again. So the gist of this is the next time you are faced with a difficult problem, Instead of immediately going to the, how do I do this? Instead, take a moment, reframe your question, turn it into a design question and follow these six steps. And hopefully that'll be helpful. Wonderful. Thank you very much for sharing. And until next time.